Sanchez, conservative talk show host. I've been waiting for this night to come. Get up. Now it's time for me to take my place. The makeup running down my face. Broadcasting from his undisclosed bunker studios, the dawn of Las Vegas, Steve Sanchez. And I say welcome to the show. Thank you, Greg Geringer. Hour number two on this Monday edition of the show. Glad to be hanging out with you. 702-257-5396. That's how you join our conversation. The phone lines are open once again. I need to correct myself. It was not Stephen Van Zandt. We were talking about Leonard Skinner, Leonard Skinner in the last segment. It was Ronnie Van Zant. And producer Nate checked on that for me as we went to break. I was thinking about Stephen Van Zant, the guitar player, Little Stevie, from Bruce Springsteen, both named Van Zant. There's the correction. It happens once every 10 years, a mistake, and this one is that time, and I'm good for another nine and a half years. You know, Joe Biden's making a lot of mistakes these days. <laughs> Joe Biden's been making a lot of mistakes for over 50 years, but Joe Biden has now officially uh, become... A, well, hated president, even by Democrats. Yes, common sense Democrats, like Tulsi Gabbard. But right now, there is now 50% support for impeaching Joe Biden. This is the last uh, poll that just came out. And, you know, look, you may not believe this. You may think, wow, that poll. No. Rasmussen's a pretty strong poll. It's a pretty decent poll. And National Pulse is also a pretty decent poll. So 50% of Americans support the idea of getting him the hell out of there. Um, and I bet you it's higher than that. But they're concerned that if they impeach Joe Biden for his cognitive uh, issues, his leaving our troops and hostages behind in Afghanistan, the debacle of his COVID-19 vaccine mandates and his lack of strength in order to face off with Russia and China, our border. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. I mean, Joe Biden just doesn't have the strength, the stamina to be able to do that. 50% support impeaching Joe Biden. So where are the Republicans? Why aren't they drawing up papers? I mean, why isn't there a, a, a more uh, concerted effort? Now, I'm hearing Jim Jordan. I like to call him No Jacket Jim because he doesn't like to wear a sports coat or a jacket. So Jim Jordan is saying, look, when we take back the House of Representatives, you can be certain that we are going to do the same things that they did, but we have at least cause. Yeah, of course, Jim Jordan is accurate. Of course, they have cause. <laughs> uh, Joe Biden's an nincompoop. He's, he's a menace. And, and, uh, you know, but I guess the fear that most people have, the same fear I have is cackling Kamala. You know, that's, that's the fear. I mean, look at it this way. Okay. Look at it this way. If they were to impeach, uh, Joe Biden, at least as Jim Jordan said, it's for cause. Not like them going after Trump twice because it was just a witch hunt because, well, he was the superhero for everyday ordinary Americans. And he was like Superman for ordinary, everyday Americans. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? Can we agree with that, that he was like Superman for blue-collar Americans? He was Superman for the middle class? 
And the left and the centrist Republicans were like Lex Luthor. They were like kryptonite. I mean, that's the truth. That is the truth. That was the only reason for impeachment, that Donald Trump, like Superman, was fighting for truth, justice, and the American way. And that's why Dems are fighting tooth and nail to get him to uh, be at a standstill right now, not to run, to not make an announcement. So far, so far, through some of their Democratic PACs, they have invested $50 million into the midterm so far. That's just so far. Oh, it's going to be more than that, of course. But so far, and we're just barely at the end of January, $50 million has been invested into the midterms, 50% support impeaching Joe Biden. That includes Democrats. And now that is why they've resurrected from her crypt Hillary Clinton. Now Hillary Clinton has been resurrected from her crypt. She's now campaigning with Tim Ryan. Okay, Tim Ryan is campaigning. He he basically resurrected Hillary from her crypt. Tim Ryan, Democrat, Ohio, didn't want Joe Biden out there on the campaign trail. He calls Hillary. I'll tell you why. Want me to tell you why? I'm thinking that my theory could be true that I've been talking about for weeks, months, actually. I'm thinking that it could be true. Here's the theory, that Joe Biden, as unpopular as he is, nominates Kamala Harris to the Supreme Court because she's terribly unpopular, 22%. She's a nincompoop. So let's not, well, why not put a nincompoop onto the Supreme Court? He has to get rid of her somewhere or she'll flip out because she's a very vindictive person. Everybody knows that. She's just mean. That's why she's had so many aides and staff quit. She's just a mean person. She's always been a mean person. Ask Montel Williams. Ask Willie Brown. She's just a mean person. Mean. Mean to the bone. And a fake and a phony, by the way. Thought I'd throw that out there because, well, I've got to give the true characterization of what she is and who she is. So Kamala Harris, you know, Joe Biden has said that he's going to nominate a black woman. Forget the experience. Forget the resume. It just has to be a black woman because, God forbid, we put anybody else but a, but a black woman. I'm not against black women. I, if you're smart and you got the resume, black, brown, blue, purple with polka dots, I'm in, baby. But Kamala Harris isn't smart. You know that and I know that. Come on, she's just not. She cackles and giggles like a junior high kid. <laughs> oh, Joe! <laughs> that, that's not good for the country. Sorry, it's just not. What do you want me to say? It is, it's not. But my theory could be coming true. That's why they've resurrected Hillary Clinton from her crypt. Because... Joe Biden could nominate Kamala, and they'll have a big fanfare. She'll say, yes, I'm bowing out. Thank you. And he appoints Hillary Clinton as his VP. Is it possible? Sure, it's possible. And then Joe Biden, after the midterm election, after the shellacking that the, the Dems are going to get, I'm going to use the old, old Obama uh, term, they're going to get a shellacking in November. Joe Biden will affect, actually resign. Hillary Clinton will now become the president of the United States. And if... Trump does run, it'll be Trump versus Clinton round number two. That's the rematch. Do you think that's going to happen? Do you think that could happen? And all the Karens are going to be giddy. All the Kevins and Karens are just going to be giddy about this. If Hillary Clinton comes out, oh, they're going to be giddy. It's like, you know, what uh, Chris Matthews, when Obama was elected, you know, he got a, a shiver up his leg. There's going to be a lot of shivering up a lot of people's legs if Karen... The, the, the hero, the icon of the Kevin and Karens, uh, comes out to play, and that's Hillary Clinton. She's already out to play because she's on the campaign trail with Tim Ryan. 
Why her? Well, because I think my theory might pan out. Could be wrong. People are wrong. But I think my theory could pan out. Now, if this goes down, okay, if this goes down, and Hillary, in essence, is the VP, and she eventually becomes the president, or whatever the case is, don't you think that if Trump, in fact, runs, that he should go down a road with Tulsi Gabbard? Make history. Literally, I would handle the campaign. Can you imagine Trump coming out and saying, look, I'm going to show you that I'm truly a uniter. I am bringing along with me Tulsi Gabbard, a registered Democrat. And together we're going to take back this country. Do you think that's good, bad, wrong, right, strategy, not strategy? If they go down this road, oh, I know there's a lot of other people. People, Some people are going to disagree now. Steve, I don't like that. I think we should have this guy. This guy. Oh, that's great. I'm with you. There's a lot. DeSantis, everybody, I'm with you. I'm just saying that this almost is a hard strategy to destroy Trump and a woman, a woman of color, and a Democrat who seems to be more of a conservative Democrat, the old school Democrat, as they say. What are your thoughts on this, friends? Now I'm going to start picking your brains. Phone lines are open, 702 257-5396. Let's get right back to business and jump over to Al. You're next. Welcome to the show. Hey, Steve. How you doing, buddy? I'm good. Thank you. I'm glad to have you back. Thank you. You're on fire tonight. You're right on on target. And I want to say what I want to say, starting with two things. Number one, for Neil Diamond, stay in your lane. Number two, uh, for Joe Rogan, hey, you know, it sounds to me like your show has a lot of parallels with our show, which is, you know, the difference between a conspiracy theory and reality is three to nine months. Yep. Now, I happen to like Neil Young's music. I play a little guitar, but he's mm. out of his lane. He doesn't know what the hell he's, excuse my language, he doesn't know what he's talking about. Correct. A lot of the things that even on this show that we theorized about COVID, that it's a super spreader, that the people that are getting vaccinated are super spreaders, turned out to be true. Correct. Okay? Uh, that, you know, little kids, that people that are getting vaccinated, are, are their immune system is getting compromised. You know, our buddy uh, Wayne Allen Root has been saying that a lot of the people in the, in the service are getting sick, are coming up with cancers, yep. because their immune system is getting compromised. That's right. If you go read about AIDS... HIV, the virus, HIV causes AIDS, which not, I've been reading up on it. I was reading up on it today just Mm -hmm. because I want to, that's where I'm going with our conspiracy theories that are going to turn into reality. You heard it here first on the Steve Sanchez show. I could be wrong. I could be out of the lane and you you let me know. But this is what's up is when your immune system gets compromised, it's harder to fight off diseases, Correct. and that's why you're getting cancer. People get cancer, and it shows. Go look at the symptoms of AIDS and what all the diseases are. I theorize that a lot of those things are going to start coming up. It's almost like population doctors, control, isn't it? It's almost like a population exactly. control. Didn't, didn't we, and didn't we talk about that here? Absolutely. Didn't we talk about that along? All of these course. theories that, you know, in terms of COVID, we're more on, on than Fauci. And, yeah. you know, I don't oh, want yeah. to take everybody. But you know what? Like I said, you know, three to nine months, that's the difference. A lot of our conspiracies, but we're smart about them. We don't say, hey, go do this. Don't do that. We say we suspect 
There's yeah. called empirical evidence. When you and you know what we do, Al? We tell them to trust and verify, Al. That's what we do. You know it. I know it. You do it. I do it. That's what we're about. Al, always a pleasure. And great. I completely agree with your theory. Uh, I, I do. How can we deny it? It's in front of us. I mean, anybody that tries to say these things aren't happening, they're just they're, their heads in the sand. 702-257-5396. That's how you join us. We'll be right back. Sanchez with you on this Monday edition of the show. 702-257-5396 is how you join the conversation. Let's get right back to our busy calls and jump over to Phil. Phil, you're next. Welcome to the program. Hi, Steve. You know, what I find most disturbing about the situation is the parallel to the deliberate humiliation of the Jews in the Third Reich uh, you're dirty. You can't come into this restaurant or the, yep. this bar. This thing now with the vaccinated and the unvaccinated and the vaccinated saying you anti-vaxxers causing the problem. And a lot of the unvaccinated like me had a mild case of it, natural immunity. Mm-hmm. So doctor said you don't need the vaccine. But what I just discovered was that there was a trial study with intravenous vitamin C to knock out COVID mm. in 2019 under President Trump, funded with a billion dollars of 501 patients in 43 states. They said they have a result within 30 days. It looked very promising mm. that high levels of vitamin C in the blood knocked out uh, cancer and, uh, and, and COVID. Well, on October 15, 2019, it was administratively canceled by the administration. The billion dollars taken back and put into the vaccine program with Big Pharma. And doesn't this bother you? I mean, you know, look, and, and I mean, look, and I love Trump. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, he was the head honcho. At the time, so that bothers me. I'm not going to lie; it does bother me a little well, bit. It bothers me. It bothers me because um, the clinical trials just came back and mm-hmm. said, "Hey, it works." And they could, they should have come back a year ago. How many people died? And I was thinking, I like, I, you know, I like him personally. I met sure, him and sure. spoke to him. But sure. I'm thinking, you know, if so many millions of people could have been saved. You know what it is, Phil? I'll tell you. I'm glad you brought this up. I'm glad you brought this up because I'm going to tell you this. I'm glad you brought it up because it leads me to this. This proves my point. And I think Trump has learned his lesson. 
You cannot trust the critters around you. And I believe that Trump trusted people that he really thought he could trust. I've been down that road. There's people that I thought I could trust, and they turned out to be crap. Just real simple. And I think that's what happened with Trump. Trump's got a very, and I appreciate the call, Phil. Thank you. Uh, Trump has got a, a very good, keen discernment. I do, too. But sometimes when we're so busy and we're engaged in so much, that keen discernment, if we're not focused on that keen discernment, it's easy for a Jezebel to sneak in and become a rat. And I think that's what happened with Trump. And I think he's learned his lesson. And if he runs again, he will win. And I believe you're going to see a whole different four-year administration, completely different, because he knows how the game is played now. Very different than business. It's played. you got to be dirty pool with these dirty poolers. Just simple. This is why we got to elect great people, not only to Congress, but to the United States Senate. Sherelle Mendenhall fits that bill. She's the next senator of Nevada. You should literally go visit her website at Sherelle4Senate.com. That's the number four, by the way, Sherelle4Senate.com. You will view her policies, what she's about, God, family, country. She is a wife, a mom, a business person. She is known in this community, and she is a grinder. Why? Because she wants Nevada the silver state, to go back to the days of red, to the days of freedom, to the days where our vets are taken care of, where patriotism, the First Amendment, the Second Amendment, and making your own medical choices meant something back in the day. Oh, yeah, for a lot of you you, you newcomers, you don't know that that's the old Nevada. That is the old Nevada. And I believe Sherelle Mendenhall will take Nevada into the future. Visit her website, Sherelle4Senate.com. I give her two thumbs up and a high five. She needs your help. I need you to go to her events. I need you to go introduce yourself and say, look, I'm here to volunteer. I'm here to put tags on doors, door signs, uh, flyers, and open up your checkbook, friends. Now is the time. We've got to roll up our sleeves. No donation is too small. No donation is too big. We need to help our candidates get over the finish line. And Sherelle Mendenhall, I believe, deserves your support. You don't have to take my word for it. I hope you do, because you know I vet people very, very well. Just go visit her website and you'll find out for yourself. Sherelle4Senate.com. All right, look, we got to take a quick break. When we come back, we've got a lot of calls on hold, and we're going to go right back to you. Jack, Christopher, Bob, Brady, Matthew, stay put. You're on deck next. Don't go away. Steve Sanchez with you on this Monday edition of the show. Let's go ahead and get just right down to business. I've got full lines, and I want to make sure we get to people that have been on hold for quite some time. So now we go to Christopher. You're next. Welcome to the show. All right, looks like Christopher's left the building. Let's go ahead and jump over to Bob. Bob, you're next. Welcome to the program. 
Hey, Steve. How are you doing? I'm great. Thank you. Good. Well, congratulations on your daughter's nuptials and all that good stuff. Thank you, sir. It was a great time. And I have two more good pieces of news for you today. Sure thing. <laughs> you ready? Yes. Okay, number one, Kamala Harris is never going to sit at the Supreme Court <laughs> unless she goes on a lunch date to Sonia, with Sonia Sotomayor and has to use the ladies' room. Oh, God. Then you're telling me she's me the president, then. That's even worse. No, 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 no. No, I'm not saying that. But she's not going to the Supreme Court. Number two, today happens to be, speaking of music as you introduce the show, uh, today happens to be the 225th anniversary of Franz Schubert, perhaps best known to non-classical people uh, for his setting of the Ave Maria. Um, Schubert lived to be only 31. And I was thinking about this. Uh, Neil Young is 76, uh, mm-hmm. Joni Mitchell 78. In his 31 years, uh, Schubert wrote over 1,500 pieces of music. Mm-hmm. He was 5'1" very unattractive, unattractive to women, very shy. Uh, it took him four attempts to meet his idol, Ludwig von Beethoven. Um, and yet he produced all this gorgeous stuff. So I just mentioned that to put in perspective some of these artists today who have the ability to distribute their material worldwide instantaneously. And here is a man who lived, as I said, 225 years ago, born 225 years ago, who really had a profound impact on the world of classical music and our music to date, uh, with none of those advantages. That's very true. Yeah. Um, A lot of people don't know this, that a lot of these rock guitar players that are so proficient, Eddie Van Halen, you know, he's passed since, uh, but, um, you know, he was trained classical. And, you know, a lot of these great proficient uh, guitar players have a lot of classical uh, training in, in their playing, and, and you can hear it. It comes out. It's very different and very special. Oh, absolutely. And, and there's one other point I wanted to make. About 30 years ago, I had a little bro- brouhaha with the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission in my office in Phoenix, which was right near Sky Harbor Airport, by the way. And uh, they, they were upset because they received a complaint that we had discriminated against a potential new employee. Mm-hmm. Uh, so five EEOC people came in, uh, five, not one, but five, <laughs> and uh, they uh, explained the situation and basically implied to me that, you know, what we could do if we wanted to be smart about it would be to plead no contest. It wouldn't really go on our record, and we could pay a $7,500 fine for not having done anything wrong in the first wow. place. Shakedown artists. Yeah. I mean, it, it was an absolute shakedown. The mafia could have done no better. I said, thank you, but no thank you. It took me three years. It cost me 45000 in legal fees. And we got to uh, be acquitted of any wrongdoing, which is what we should have started with in the first place. And I'll tell you, the reason we are where we are today, 30 years later, is because enough people don't stand up and didn't stand up to the government when they come through with these tactics and they succumbed. And the more you give these SOBs, the more they're going to take. That's just yeah. the way they are. Yeah, Bob, you're absolutely correct. Absives, and I appreciate the call. Thank you. Um, I've been saying that forever. You're just you know confirming. You give in to something you haven't done anything wrong in, you're screwed. And Joe Rogan doesn't know how screwed he is now because of that. He just doesn't. So. I do appreciate the call, my friend. Thank you. All right, let's go ahead and get right back to business and jump over to Jack. You're next. Welcome to the show. 
Hey, Steve, I say the same thing every time I call you. Thank you for doing what you do. You're, you're the man. Well, uh, I appreciate that. Thank you. I got to tell you. Um, great minds think alike. Before he picked Mike Pence, I had said to my family, I wish he would take a look at Gabby. She's perfect. Absolutely perfect. She's been in Congress. She knows both sides of the aisle. She can help Trump with the, the, the games. Plus, he already knows what the games are now. So he's going to make a much greater president this time around. Very true. Especially if we have a Republican House and Senate without that that never Trump hater Paul Ryan in as Speaker of the House. Get somebody in there that will help Trump. Exactly. Um, I mean, we'll we'll take it back so fast, you you won't even have to blink an eye. There is hope. But oh, there Robert, is. I think a perfect, perfect VP. Perfect. I like um, her, Jack. I like I her. I, you know, look, uh, and I know that and my whole thing is I know she's Democrat, but, you know, the strategy behind it, if, if you know, Biden, if my theory came to pass, as we were talking earlier, what a perfect strategy for Trump. It's going to be very difficult for the left, for their own party, the Democratic Party, to try to rip Tulsi because Tulsi will rip them back because who knows the Democrats better than Tulsi? That's why she's so outspoken. That's why she says Kamala Harris is an embarrassment, why Hillary Clinton is a criminal. I mean, this is someone that's an actual Democrat speaking a truth because she knows that is the truth. Yeah, yeah. and the thing, Steve, when you think about it, you know how Hawaii is. It's a very liberal, very, very liberal, mm-hmm. liberal, democratic yep. state. Yep. So it, it would be hard to run as a Republican for her. And I think that's part of the reason she exercised the Democratic Party to get in to, to, to get her beliefs across. Yeah. And they put so much pressure on her that that's why she uh, basically said I'm going to go live my life now, but yeah. I think she needs to get back in the game as Donald yeah. Trump's VP. Yeah, I think that I myself, and I appreciate the call, Jack. Thank you and the kind words. I, I I like that choice. Now some are saying, "Well, Steve, how about DeSantis?" Yeah, I like DeSantis a lot, of course. I just don't see Ron DeSantis wanting to take a back seat to Donald Trump being that Ron is such a leader. I don't know. Maybe he would be willing to wait the four years because, you know, Trump would only be able to serve four more years. He couldn't run again. So maybe he'd be willing to take that back seat for a moment. I don't know. I mean, you know, these are the times now we start talking about it, because once the midterm elections happen, then 60 days later, you're going to really start uh, the new political season for 2024. Uh, because you'll start, you know, in 2023, people will start talking, I'm running for president, I'm doing an exploratory committee, and then debates will happen, and just, it's, you know, you know the drill. So time flies. I'd like to say time flies when you're having fun, but we're not having fun under Biden. I went to the grocery store for my wife the other night because, um, as I said, our daughter Emily was getting married on Friday, so we were going to have a house full of bridesmaids on Friday morning because the hair girl and the makeup girl were coming. So, you know, there's eight bridesmaids plus my daughter, who's the bride, plus my wife, plus my mom, plus the flower girls. So uh, I had a makeup artist and a hairstylist at my house at five in the morning. And so I went the night before and got bagels and fruit and, you know, a variety of different things for the ladies to have uh, a nice brunch as they were going through all of this. Uh, before the wedding, 
And it was just outrageously expensive. So, no, time doesn't fly when you're having fun. We're not having fun under Joe Biden. If you literally, with a straight face, can say you're having a better time with Joe Biden, that things are better, we'd love to hear from you. I mean, I'm certain that I would put you to the front of the line because we would love to hear that lunacy because it is lunacy. There's no question about it. It's absolutely lunacy. You know it and I know it. 702-257-5396 is how you join the conversation. I know I've got calls on hold, but I'll end up going over, and I want to hold you to the next segment, so stay put. And when we come back from this break that's coming up, we'll go ahead and uh, and get back to our busy call line. So if you want to sneak in a call and you've got some comments over our discussion tonight, again, 702-257-5396. You know, with January officially today over, we're now into February, believe it or not. Crazy, right? I know a lot of people are starting to get the credit card statements. And you're starting to look at your bank accounts and saying, I spent a little too much at Christmas. And now I've got to send some money for tuition for the kids. And I've got this. And I've got the car. And, in the, and I need new tires. And I lost on uh, the San Francisco Rams game. I uh, should have took the Bengals earlier in the day. You know, all those things. i got to pay my bookie. And you may need to find a place to get some fast cash. Well, I know there's those national uh, places that loan you money. You've heard them. I mean, you hear the cute jingles. Um, you know, they'll stand on their head to make you a deal, that type of thing. And they loan you money fast. There's no question about it. But you pay the price, believe me, outrageous interest. Well, my friend Ed, the old school lender, he's been serving this valley for over 32 years, and he is the guy to go to for fast cash. Yes. What does that mean? A thousand, two thousand, up to five thousand. He specializes in short-term fast cash, but he also does medium and long-term. It's just up to you what you're looking to do. Don't go with these national lenders that will never know your name. Go with someone that will know your name, that will answer your calls personally, look you square in the eye, and hand the dollars over to you. So he's standing by now. You can call him. He will pick up the phone, and you can get the money you need. You might need a thousand. You might need two thousand. You might need five thousand. Here's the kicker, though. Proof of income is the only requirement. That means if you have a good full-time job and you can show your pay stubs, you're approved. Bad credit, no credit, divorce, collections, bankruptcy, repossessions, not a problem. A good full-time job, the only requirement. He's got something called the easy loan process, and it's that easy. Payback plans are flexible, they're easy, and here's the deal. This is what you got to hear me with now. Hear me, please. Many of you are already in these long-term loans, these payday loans, these loans that are charging you 40% a month. Ed has been instrumental in being able to help people pay those loans off, put an extra couple thousand that you may need in your pocket, and you'll still pay less per month than what you're paying now. Why wouldn't you call him? Here's the number. Pay attention. Take it down. 702-613-2153. That's 702-613-2153. One more time because you couldn't get the pencil in time. 702 702- 613-2153. All right, let's do this. Let's take a break. I need to go fill up my glass with some moonshine. No, I really got to fill up my glass with some great water that I've discovered. They're not paying me to say this because you can get it at Albertsons or wherever. It's that eternal alkaline spring water. Oh, God, it's good. So I got to go get some of that. And you've got to pay attention to the advertisers and sponsors that keep us on the air. You've got to call Ed the old school lender if you need some cash. And then when we come back, it's right back to the calls that are on hold. Don't go away.
Time for talking's over now. I guess it's time to let you go. But I don't know. I don't mind at all. It's getting so you never know. All right, welcome back. Steve Sanchez with you on this Monday edition of the show. Let's go ahead and get right back to business and to our busy calls. Rod, you're next. Welcome to the program. Hey, Steve, real quick. Hey, things aren't better. Inflation is through the roof. I bought some paper plates, 44 paper plates for 8 bucks. You feel like you get to get them for three fifty nine. No kidding. I mean, that's not long ago. Like four or five months ago, I bought paper plates. Now it's through the roof. Um, I think a lot of things are confused with the economy. I'm not saying that, hey, if President Trump was still President Trump, that everything would be hunky-dory and there wouldn't be any inflation, because I think inflation is bigger than any president. But certainly restricting fuel supplies, driving up the cost of fuel, being indecisive uh, on many things makes uh, the world uh, look at us like, hey, we're vulnerable. That's why you have Putin with a bunch of uh, troops on the Ukrainian border. That's why uh, China is going to be extra. You even got the North Korean guy shooting off missiles into the sea. You got to project an era of strength. A lot of people walk down the sidewalk every day. They don't need to carry a gun. They just need to be fit and sturdy. And people, if you look vulnerable, if you look weak, uh, it will. Uh, yeah, prices are true. killing people. No, very stores. true. I, I make a lot of money, uh, but it's still noticeable to me. I can imagine to somebody that's on a shoestring budget. Anyway, that's it, Steve. Have a good one. Rod, I appreciate the comments. No, you're, you're right. It's, it's affecting a lot of people. And, and um, it's just it's, it's a bad time. And we got three more years of the nonsense. That, that's the scary part. And they're making dough, tons of dough in Washington, D.C., especially Nancy Pelosi. See, I mean, here's the deal. I don't know if you saw this or not, but Grant Stinchfield is on Newsmax. He's one of my favorites. I know Grant. And he's exposing Nancy Pelosi's hypocrisy. In fact, reports say Nancy Pelosi can be worth as much as $250 million dollars she even recent recently made i mean it was like 30 million on stock trades with big tech now stinchfield like myself is tired of pelosi's hypocrisy and he's launched a petition called give it back nancy demanding that she return the 30 million to help poor families you need to join stinchfield's petition i have all you have to do is go online right now GiveItBackNancy.com. That's GiveItBackNancy.com and join Stitchfield on Newsmax every single night at 5 p.m. Pacific. He's revealing the truth about Pelosi. You can also see greats like Dick Morris, Savage, and others on Stitchfield. And of course, you can get Stinchfield on pretty much every cable news system. If your cable operator doesn't carry it, you just need to call him and say, look, you want it. You can watch it for free on your streaming platforms. You can download the mobile app on your smartphone, either if it's an iPhone or a Droid. Millions have done that. I've done that. And again, let's watch Stinchfield and support him. 
because he's holding Nancy Pelosi accountable. And it's free to do this. And I encourage you, please do this. Go to giveitbacknancy.com and sign that petition for Nancy Pelosi to give back that $30 million and give it to poor families. That's giveitbacknancy.com. Now, I know there's calls on hold, and some of you have been on hold for a long time. It was never my intent to leave you there. We just simply ran out of time. But please, give me the courtesy, because I want to give you the courtesy of being able to get you on the show tomorrow in the first segment when we start taking calls. We've written down your name. We hope that you call back. Again, our apologies. I know a lot of talk show hosts say, well, that's just the name of the game. I value people's time, and I value people that value me, my brand, and my show. Because without you, I wouldn't have a show. You're my audience, and I absolutely respect you. Even for some of us that don't agree, I still respect you. And so here's the deal. Again, my apologies for being on hold so long. Just go ahead and call back tomorrow because we do this thing all over again, and we'll get you on right away. Now, the other 22 hours of the day when I'm not behind the microphone, you can simply go to the Steve Sanchez Show. Dot com website. You can follow me on my socials and you can keep in the know with what we're doing over here in the Undisclosed Bunker Studios. All right, it's time for me to bounce out of here. Appreciate everybody hanging out with me tonight. We'll be back tomorrow and we'll do it all over. Until then, God bless and we'll catch you on the other side. To Steve Sanchez. For more of Steve, visit the Steve Sanchez Show.com.